Hello and welcome to Drink Discussion. My name's Kieran. My name's Jason. How are you today, Jason? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Now, it's AFL Grand Final Day today, oh on the day that we're recording. How much do you care? Well, the care factor is non-existent. I couldn't give a fuck. Uh, I mean, honestly, I couldn't care either. Grand Final Day has actually been quite interesting for me recently. Yeah. So last year's Grand Final Day, uh, I watched very intensely. Do you know why? Why? Because my brother was in an ad for noodles, and it was premiering on the Grand Final. Ah, yup to the cup. Yes, and if Fantastic would like to give us some money, go ahead. Uh, I don't think we're ever going to become noodle discussion, though. No, we could try noodle discussion. Now, the Grand Final before that, you know what happened? The Killers. Uh, No, I got a kidney stone, which is also a killer. Yeah, but you got that removed, so you're okay. Actually, uh, Did you look on the bright side when you had it removed? um, Did you feel human again? I really don't know the killers well enough to participate in this, but I am the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Were you battle-born for it? Uh, um, uh, Brendan Urie? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wrong band? That's Panic at the Disco. Okay, okay. Well, uh, look, no, it ended up I didn't have it removed as much as it was like it got snagged between my kidney and my bladder. And that caused me tremendous pain, which they gave me a whole lot of morphine for. And then they basically said, once it gets to your bladder, the uric acid in the bladder will dissolve it. And that was fine after that. It was just the most intense pain I've ever experienced. You know, when I think of a kidney stone, I think of something the size of like a pea. It is. That's solid. Yes. That doesn't go away. That is exactly what it is, but it does go away. Although sometimes you have to excrete it and that is painful. Oh. Um, well, here's the thing. Uh, apparently, a lot of uh, women who have given birth rate kidney stones as being worse than birth. My grandmother, who had three children, rates it as worse than birth. Well, I really hope my wife doesn't get kidney stones, because I don't think she needs to go through that sort of pain again. Oh, no. Well, you don't really wish pain on anyone. No. No. But, uh, yeah. So, Grand Final Day, for me, has typically been not about the football. I don't see why today would be any different. <laughs> no, it, it wouldn't be. But I think the only thing that is going to be the same for for us every year with Grand Final is the fact that we'll be having a drink. Mm, probably. Um, and it'll be on a Saturday. And it will be on a Saturday. Yeah. But God forbid it's not in Melbourne again next year because, oh no. Honestly, I, re- I reckon it should move around like the Super Bowl does in the US. It's, it's all over the place. It's here, yeah. it's there. It'd be much better. Because it gives each state the option to have it. And it also gives us the option to care less. And I think the other, what it could also do is, you know, um, you know, Grand Final Day, I think the Friday before in Melbourne is a public holiday. Imagine if that was a public holiday everywhere. I would agree with that. Only when it benefits me, obviously. Oh, of course. You know, obviously, if an Adelaide team was in the Grand Final, I would be caring. Yeah, you'd go to someone's house and watch it. Oh, yeah. But right now, it's Melbourne versus Melbourne. Do I really care? <laughs> Melbourne versus Melbourne in Perth. Honestly, with idiots protesting this week, Melbourne's already been fighting itself enough. <laughs> Well, we're not going to fight this, Mm. but we are going to try some drinks. All right, well, shall we crack open our first? Let's do it. So, Jason, what do we have here? So, the first drink today is the Schnitzerbrau, the lager. So, it's an organic gluten-free beer from Offenburg, Germany, founded in 1968. Um, and if you really want to know a little bit more of the specifics, it is from the state of Baden-Württemberg. Say that again? Baden-Württemberg. Can you spell that for me? B-A-D-E-N mm-hmm. hyphen W-U-R-T-T-E-M-B-E-R-G. Okay, I think you'll find that's actually Baden-Württemberg. Because W's and V's are kind of interchangeable yeah. in the gym. Baden-Württemberg. Yeah, either way. But Baden-Württemberg. Baden-Württemberg. That, that, <laughs> like, that, that sort of sounds like, you know, I'm from the town in far north Queensland of Baden-Württemberg. You know, that's... <laughs> Maybe they're Queenslanders that moved to Germany. In 1968? Yep. They were just sick of I the... mean, honestly, anything to escape the uh, LNP stranglehold they had up there? Yep. Yep. Why mm-hmm. not? Uh, so they are an organic beer, but it was only released in 2006. Oh. So it's relatively new. So even though the company was founded in 1968... They only released the beer in 2006. Uh, they actually started off as a Whole Foods company, which includes baked goods. Oh. Not the weed kind, unfortunately. Okay. They I, also... I do notice on the... Uh, so it is gluten-free. Yeah. I'm quite interested to see what that's like because in my experience, gluten-free products are disappointing. 
Well, the idea... I, I mean, I'm going in with an open mind. I'm actually yeah. hoping this will be like... Every time I have a gluten-free thing, I go like, I hope this is the one that isn't disappointing. Well, I'm hoping that this one isn't the one that's disappointing for you. The idea of this is the fact that they wanted to make things for people that had food intolerances. So gluten, yeast-free, egg-free, dairy-free, all of that sort of thing. So most of the stuff that they make, including the beers with oh, like nuts. How, how can it be a beer if you haven't put a bunch of yeast, cracked an egg and poured some milk and, uh, you know, I guess some peanuts for good measure in it? Well, we're about to find out. Mm. So let's crack this open and find out. Not a satisfying open, but a no. satisfying cap drop. Yeah. Maybe we didn't need the bottle opener for that, but that's okay. Uh, no, we did. It doesn't have... Oh, it doesn't have the twisty twisty? No. Oh, and for those of you listening, we are munching on some chips today. Yeah. Thought I'd get get us some uh, hot chips. Oh, I gave you all... That is a terrible pour. You can have all the head. I'm holding this towards the camera. That's right. We have a camera sort of thing now. Would you like to tell our listeners while we wait for the head to... Not dissipate. Yeah, I went on Facebook Marketplace. I bought a little sort of uh, tripody gimbal thing for my phone, which I thought like, yeah, this will be useful. It'll be handy to, um, you know, show stuff or you know, if we want to take a little video of stuff, at least it'll look good. It's still mobile phone, but it's like mobile phone plus now. Ah, know? so, so we're not we're like the iPhone 5s. N- no, we're still Android because iPhones are shit. And if Apple's listening, we will still take your sponsor. <laughs> Uh, Jason will take you as well. I'm happy over here in my Windows paradise. Okay, Mr. Windows. Uh, well, look, you can. You remember those, like, I'm a Mac, I'm a PC ads? Yeah. You know the difference between the two of them? Is well, that the PC guy could actually play video games? <laughs> that's very true. Well, All right, well, let's, let's try, try this. this. Ooh, that's interesting. It's light. It's fruity. But not in the hoppy fruity way. No, no. It's, uh, it's not overpowering. It's got a bit of a fizz to it still, It, it does have a fizz to it. And one thing that does surprise me is how sort of clear the liquid, clear the liquid is. It's yeah. almost, it's lighter than a, than a Corona. It's, um, honestly, it's, it's close to water in its, in its colouring. But in its flavour, it is anything but. I think that's probably where it comes from, the fact that they don't use all those things that normal people are intolerant to. You know, mm. like eggs, yeast. Colour. Cut. Sure, if you want to go by colour, then fine. But I think this is... I mean, look, let's be honest. It's a little bit like you haven't had enough water piss colour. Actually, that's... Maybe you drink just a lot of water then, because that's... That, for most people, is probably pretty good. Yeah, but you meant to... Anyway, we're not going down that road. No, let's wait until we have a urologist on the channel. Mm. Um, But no, this is is quite good. Colour is, I think, deceptive. It's very, very fruity. Usually I'm not into fruity, but this one I kind of like. I could probably have maybe a couple of these, I reckon. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to have this as my drink for the whole night. But one or two. Yep. Just as would you be? Would it be a starter or a finisher? I think it'd be a starter because it's light. Yep. And like you said, it does have that bit of fruitiness to it. Do they have any tasting notes for the beer? Any specific fruits? No, it didn't, didn't really have anything. Maybe that's more of a wine thing. Yeah. I mean, you don't get a whole lot of stuff with beers. Although I do have, for the other beers that we'll be trying, I do have some, some notes that I can pull up. Um, but it is brewed with organic millet malt and fresh spring water. That's cool. And, and that's about as much English that is written on the label. The rest of it is all in German. Let's have a look at the label as well. Oh, once again, we've got a nice crest. But we got eagles on there this time. I think they might be manticores because they've got arms and legs and wings. Well, they sort of, maybe they're hippogriffs. Is that a man- yeah, maybe it is a hippogriff. And they were in little crowns. Yeah. I don't think it's actually the best coat of arms, but it's always cool to have a coat of arms. Well, especially on your own product. Oh, yeah. Does your family have a coat of arms? I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah? But I've never actually... Look, you know, I'm never sure. Because, funnily enough, if you haven't worked it out already listening, mm. we're doing this for Oktoberfest. So... Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. This will come out in October, even though right now it's the 25th of September. Yeah. But now you've told everybody, so... But we're using the magic of time travel of doing things later. Yeah, so welcome to October and Oktoberfest. Oh, well, I've been transported forward... <laughs> a what? week and a half. I was going to say, five days, or are there 31 days in September? 31 days. Wait, no, 30 days has September, April, June, and November. April has 31? No, 30 days has September, oh, okay. April, June, and November. Okay, so, for five, so I've been transported five days in the future. Well, if it's five days, it's the 30th, so you want six days. Okay, so six days into the future, 
and now it's October. Yeah. So and welcome to a week ahead and welcome to October. Great. What okay. a lovely week it was, wasn't it? Yes, it's now Friday. Yep. And not some Saturday. Saturday? Thursday. Yeah. Look, I've just hit school holidays. When I hit school holidays, my concept of time goes. It just, yeah, who gives a like, shit? It doesn't matter. Like, what responsibility do I have besides making sure I don't die? Very good point. Yeah. So, is it important for me to realise whether it is Tuesday or, in fact, June, you know? Well, it could be June. It could be Tuesday. Exactly. So, so it could be any time. So when I'm on the school holidays, I just kind of like drift out of time. And it can get real bad sometimes. Like to the point where I once maybe almost was getting ready to do Christmas Day stuff on the 24th. I was like, actually, no, Christmas is tomorrow. It's like, oh, cool. That's, uh, I don't need to unwrap these presents. <laughs> well, let's go back in time now yep. to what your original question was. Coat of arms. Yes. That's where we were at. Yes. Yeah, so now, what, what is your code of arms? Well, because my last name's German, mm-hmm. you'd think I'd have it and I would know, but I don't. It's so vast, the background of the family. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. The original towns guess, that my family's from don't actually exist anymore. Well, I was actually going to ask, and you know, it's kind of hard to ask this without getting into a bit of an awkward historical thing, but did your family leave Germany by choice? Yes. Or, Okay, so... And it was before... Before the war? Yeah, before the wars. But did they leave because they were afraid of what might happen? or No, they... it was like late 1800s. Oh, so okay. it was well before. Well, well before. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who have, you know, heritage in some way that the German government at the time more or less decided shouldn't exist. Yeah. So I guess, you know, anyone who's got Jewish heritage, anyone who might have had a gay LGBTQ you know, family member, anyone from the gypsy community or uh, Romani, I think is actually yeah. the preferred term. A lot of those people, when they research their family, are going to find just sort of this, like, it stops dead at this point. They can't find anything. Yeah, exactly. Destroyed. Well, do you have a coat of arms? Yes. It's like um, an arm holding a sword, and I believe there's a snake around the sword. Nice. Yeah. So Very Slytherin-esque. Which is kind of disappointing. And also, it's like got a lot of green in it. And like, well, it's Irish, so like, yeah, yeah green and stuff, but like... I always feel like red is kind of my color. Like, I, I just love red. Like, cut me and I bleed red. You know, that's how much I love red. And the fact that you murder people with that sword, your family sword. You know there's an O'Day castle? Really? Yes. Do you own it? No, but it kind of looks like it. it kind of looks like it was made on Minecraft because it's literally like a giant square tower. <laughs> like, perfectly square. It's... Actually, you know, like, the monolith from um, Space Odyssey? 2001 Space Odyssey? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a medieval version of that, just like brick, you know. <laughs> Someone just rocked up and thought, this is a good place to put bricks really just, high. Yeah, and it's it's a pretty dark looking thing. Honestly, like if, you know, Darth Vader was going to move somewhere on Earth back in, you know, the year 1000, that might be it, you know. <laughs> Welcome, Lord Vader. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, where's the lava? I specifically requested the lava. <laughs> well, what do you think of the, the gluten-free drink? I know you said that gluten-free wasn't normally something that appealed to you, but... If I went to a party and I saw this and this was in, like, the, you know, free range, anyone can grab one, mm. I wouldn't grab one, mainly because I would see, like, okay, someone's brought gluten-free beer specifically for someone. I'm not gluten-free, I'll leave it for them. But then if the host of the party came up to me and said... Oh, don't worry. I just got them. No one here is gluten-free. Then I'd go, okay, cool. And I'd have one. I love that you and I have a completely different thought process on that. Because if that was me and I saw it in there and he's like, the stuff, you know, there's drinks over there for you to have. I wouldn't be be as considerate. I'd be like, someone's gluten-free. I'm having one of them. Well, but I mean, (laughs) you're the one here with the more dietary requirements. I only have like the one thing. You have the multiple things. Your wife has slightly more of the multiple things. Uh, and for listeners, she's vegan and I'm vegetarian. And what Kieran is referring to is that he doesn't eat vegetables. Actually, no, no, I can eat vegetables. You uh, choose not to. I, I choose not to because, like, you know, we're trying to cool down the planet. Why do I want to get rid of plants? All right. You know, they're helping. And that's like a whole yeah, other conversation. Know, I know. I, that's, that's me sort of taking the piss. Anyway, uh, no, uh, seafood, it comes straight back up. Uh, I cannot keep it down. It makes you very violently ill, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I am not doing it for this podcast. Oh, you no. could see the look in my eyes. Like, yes, I could, I could see you. It's like, oh, I'll do this. You know what? Next time, you know, if I do that, I'm going to make you eat like... I once had a meal called the Meat Axe, which was a chicken schnitzel topped with barbecue sauce, bacon, salami, cheese, just and then like bits of beef and other pork. and other, Yeah, just like it was basically every meat... That I can eat in barbecue sauce on a schnitzel with a parmigiana, you know, and a bit of a cheese melt. It was delicious. 
And that's what I'd have to eat. Yes. For me to eat approximately like one square or cubed centimetre of fish. That is not worth it. So let's let's talk about the beer again because I don't really want to have that. You don't want to have that? No. Good. So you're going to leave the seafood thing alone now? (laughs) No, but we'll... We'll we'll keep talking about it, but you're not going to make me because you know what I'm going to... And you know, I'm just going to keep adding to that meat pile. Well, shit. I'm going to like find like some endangered thing to put on the meat pile for you so that you feel extra guilty. Like, hey, do you want some, I don't know, like the rare flying koala? Yes, well, I've got the last one and it's meat. They're called drop bears. And for our American listeners, they are real. They are. Be afraid. Be very, very afraid. I'd say come to Australia and check it out, but you can't. (laughs) The drop bears are basically the TSA. They don't let you in. Mm. Or maybe the drop bears are the TVA. Oh, ah. that's right. yeah! It took me, it took me a while. Took you a moment, but yeah, moments. What do you think of the drink? Great, yeah, absolutely great. This uh, Schnitzer Brau is excellent. I don't know where to put it in a number rating because it's a little bit different from many of the beers I've experienced before. But I'd say like it's definitely in like the sort of like six and a half to maybe like 7.9 range like i'm not sure if i can quite put it in eight i think uh i can give it like a flat seven i'm gonna agree with you i think it's a flat seven as well because easy to drink i mean we finished that no problem Mm. like that just went down like a treat but it's not the beer that i would choose regularly it's a solid seven you know if you did that thing where you go to a, a liquor store and you can like they give you like the empty six pack and it's like put it put a six pack together yeah, I'd chuck that in there. Yeah, why yeah, not? In a, as part of a mix six, absolutely. Yeah. Well, how about we move on to our next drink? Let's do it. Now, Jason, what we've got here is a bit of a surprise because I feel like I've seen this one before. Yeah, uh, I believe that we have had it before. Now, I have a feeling that we have. But I can't remember what it tasted like. I can't remember what it tasted like. I do remember it was the episode where we had our friend uh, Blake King on to discuss books. And it is a German beer, and I believe I struggled to find information on this one. But what I might actually do is I might quickly head over to drinkscussion.com. While you're heading over there, what if our listeners were heading over there at the same time? Well, if they were heading over there at the same time, they could go you know, to our homepage at uh, drinkscussion.com, and then they could go to the Drinks and Stuff tab, which is in the head of the website and then, that's where they can find what we've had yes and where the links are to those websites yes and we we typically put the website of the brewer or the winemaker or the distillery um and if we can't find that then i'll put a link to i guess just a liquor store where you can possibly buy it mm-hmm. but uh honestly i'd rather you check out the brewer and uh, buy from them because that way more money goes into the pockets of hard-working brewers that's exactly but right. look i'm going to go to the episode six drinks because that's where i believe i've seen this one now, is this, I'm looking, uh, you're looking at the front, Yeah. I'm looking at the back, is this the Hefeweizen? It is not. Okay, so you did get the other one. It is by Schaffenhofer? Yep. But it is not the Hefeweizen? No. So we managed to get the other one. Oh wait, one. no, sorry, hang on, it is the Hefeweizen. Oh my god. There's too many German words happening now. Oh my god. I got really excited that you actually got the other one and that we hadn't. So, here we are, episode 14, yep. and we finally hit our first double up. By accident though. By pure accident. But yeah. you said you couldn't find any information on it last time, yeah? Uh, well, the information I could find was for the other one. Okay. Well, I found the information for this one. Oh. So it is good. And if you're hearing that, that's Kieran chewing on um, potato cake, potato fritter. Potato scallop for potato the Potato scallop for whatever you want to yep. call it. But anyway, the Schofferhofer. Schofferhofer? I think we struggled with the name last time, didn't Schofferhofer. Schofferhofer. Something like that. <laughs> so it's the first wheat beer brewed outside of Bavaria, and it's brewed by Radenberger Group in Germany. Now, I'm going to take read you exactly what came off of the website, okay. because you are right, there is very limited information. The history is about three lines long. It, oh. It's not very much. So Schofferhofer... Let's just go with that. Let's just call it the brewery. Anyway, is is brewed in the spirit of Peter Schoffer. So he was from 1425 to 1503. So it's a very long time ago. Mm. A sophisticated maverick of his time with a distinctive taste and passion for beer. While helping revolutionise the printing techniques of his time, he also set a new benchmark in the history of German wheat beer brewing. That's literally all I have. But that's something we didn't know before. No, do you reckon that'll make it taste better? It might do. 
All right. Well, do you want to crack this one open? Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Somehow that was just a little disappointing. Yeah. But uh, look, let's pour it out. It's been a while since we've had it. I honestly can't remember it because from that episode, uh, what I mostly remember was actually the books. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The drinks are all part of the fun, but you mm. know, sometimes there are interesting topics to listen to as well. And I'm shout sorry. out to Blake King for talking to us about those And books. he's actually um, preparing for his next appearance. Oh, so there's a little secret. Mm, hidden, something for there. Like an Easter egg for our listeners. Or a Blake preview? Preview? Trailer? Trailer. I'm gonna, I like I like Easter egg. Okay. I just, I, I don't know. Just something about it. I feel like an Easter egg though, you know, typically in its like use, it's something that you have to find and something you have to be looking for, whereas we just straight up set it. Yeah, but people have to find and listen to this episode to get to this point. Okay. I guess there's, that is true. There's a way around it. There's a way around All it. All right. Well, I'm going to munch on this last bit of potato, potato, uh, I don't know what to call it now. Because I feel like I'm torn between the three names because, honestly, I really don't eat these that often. Well, you don't call them potato scallops because you don't live in Victoria. No. And they're wrong because they call Parmesan, like, Parmies, Parmas. Actually, the whole East Coast does that. It's gross. What did I What about them? just deep-fried hunk of potato? <laughs> that sounds very that's out it, that's... I like that deep-fried hunk of potato. Now, what I want to do is let's chink it, sink it, but because we've had this one again, I might... Show you the surprise that I've organised. Oh, you've got a surprise? I do have a surprise. Ooh. Didn't I text you about the surprise? Did you, I say like... you, you did, but I was thinking that I could act surprised again that you're telling oh, me. Oh, okay, cool. So, but now hey, you're pretty knows. good at that. Yeah, I know. I, you, to the point that I thought you forgot that I said it. Anyway, let's try this beer a second time. Yeah, it's a wheat beer. It's strong. Now I remember it. Yeah. Because of how strong it is with... With the weedy taste. With the weedy taste. I think it's kind of almost funny. Almost it's a like cloudy wheat. Beer. It's it's almost mean how we've gone from gluten free to just like straight up wheat in your beer. Well, I'm not gluten free. Otherwise, this would be a very big issue for me right now. Oh yeah. Now I'm going to turn the laptop around, the laptop that's recording, and I'm going to show you something. Is this going to be like the Pornhub opening or something? Like... No, 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 no. <laughs> nothing, nothing untoward. This is something and. You haven't seen this yet, Ooh. but I can't wait to see your reaction to it. Okay, I'm excited. And this also relates to a previous episode. <gasps> ooh, ooh. <gasps> no way. Is that the logo? That is our logo. That's awesome. That's fucking sick. That's amazing. You know, and for our American listeners, when I say fucking sick, it means like, it's fucking good. Yes. Uh, in not... fact, we once had a cereal commercial based around an Olympic swimmer saying that a certain cereal was fully sick in order for children to eat it. Yeah. And that was the moment that the phrase stopped being cool. But now it's cool again. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is awesome. So we're going to put this up probably on our Instagram today. I believe the artist who is Kirsten, my wife, who was on episode 12. Ren with a pen. Ren with a pen on Instagram. Uh, she is currently... Just optimizing the file for different formats because different things take different files. Yes. So people are going to be able to find this. In fact, before this episode goes out, people are going to hear this, but yeah. see this, but they've heard your reaction. Would you like to describe? What do you see? What am I seeing? The first thing that comes to mind is those old, like, 50s microphones. Yep. And it has a glass on top with a beverage spilling out of it. And then there's a cord going around behind it. And it's sitting on its own microphone stand. And it's even got the detail of the little like volume control and the like the red light to say that it's recording. Yep. That's fucking awesome. Now, one thing I, I only just noticed, which I haven't actually confirmed this with the artist, but have a look at the shape that the cord is making as it loops around. It almost looks a bit like a speech bubble. Oh my God, it is too. So, you know, you've got the drink, you've got the microphone, you've got someone talking. It's, it's what we do. It's drink discussion. It, it is. That's kind of all this really is. It's talking and drinking and... Uh, Having a bit of fun. Yeah. Uh, I do believe we, that we will have some other versions of this, but this, oh. uh, this is going to be the primary one we use. The other versions, let's, let's save that for another day. There's other... Ver- I'm so excited. Well, the other don't, versions, don't tell me about they, it. They don't exist yet. They don't exist. There's, there's something that I've uh, suggested that we might be seeing soon, <gasps> but... Oh, definitely don't tell me. Now, what I was thinking is that... Uh, we should print these out on stickers. Yes. And and give them to guests. And it's a sticker that says, I went on drink discussion and all I got was a sticker saying I went on drink discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. That's awesome. Yeah. I actually kind of want it on a shirt. That would look great. Even like, you know, like with a logo for like Tommy Hilfiger sort of sits. That oh, sort like of... in the polo pocket. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. I was just thinking a t-shirt with it just straight up in the middle. Or even like one on the back as well. 
You know, those Ooh, t-shirts yeah. that people are like, that's a nice plain t-shirt. And you turn around, it's like, that's a fucking nice logo on the back. Yeah. Or we could get one just for us. And it says on the front, ask me about my podcast. And then you flip up the shirt on, the, on like the inside. You know, you pull it up and it yep. says like drink discussion. And then it's got that. You don't want to get it tattooed on your chest? No, no. I'm saving my chest for... Probably a photorealistic version of The Last Supper as uh, was done at my wedding. Um, yeah. That is absolutely amazing. And they're going to be able to find this on our website? They're going to be able to find this on our website. I, we are going to make it our Instagram profile. That's one of the things it's designed because yep. you see it, it's going yep. to fit nicely and, in that circle. And they will also be able to see it on Spotify because the logo on Spotify will also change. Yes. So this is, this is going to be the image that represents us That's from, from now on. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I, I'm taken back by it. I really am taken back by it. That is stunning. I'm not sure if I showed you this, but um, a while back, uh, Kirsten actually did like just a little sketch on a notepad of this. No, you didn't show me. Okay. Because I was going to bring it up in one episode, and now I'm kind of glad I didn't because now you're just seeing the full thing. I've seen sort of the process, and uh, Kirsten actually couldn't find that original notebook, but the idea was the same, just like a microphone mm. that was also a drink. Well, if you're listening, 100% check out Ren with a Pen. This is amazing. Yeah. So that's going to be our logo. It's going to be everywhere. You'll hopefully see it on t-shirts. And maybe you'll get a sticker. If you come on the show. Now, you know, we are actually interested in having guests on the show. You might have noticed that we've had guests on the show. Yeah. In fact, we were kindly invited to someone else's place last week to to have that guest on. Yeah. And how would people get in contact with us if they reckon they're interesting and they've got something they do that's, you know, not standard? Bit different how do they get in contact with us jason well since we're plugging this and because mm. we've already had this drink mm. uh, they can reach us on drinkscussion.com yep there's the submission and contact page yep. that comes straight through to our email which we both have access to yes. you can reach us out reach out to us on instagram as well yeah yeah you can't reach out to us on spotify though i'm sorry no you can't on spotify no. but uh our email address is contact at drinkscussion.com it is so you can just send us an email there and basically you can say like hi my name's this now, for right now, I'm just going to put this out there. Jason, I haven't consulted this with you, but we are only really interested in people who are currently in Adelaide, South Australia. With the state of the world, with the state of yes. the country. It's really hard for us to get or come to you or, or you, you come, come to, to us. us. And it, it would definitely suck seeing as this podcast makes no money if uh, you came here and then suddenly you couldn't go back home. Yeah, it, it would be pointless. And, and also, we can't afford to pay anyone to do two weeks quarantine. No, but if you are listening from outside of South Australia and you do still want to contact us, do you know what people could do? What could they do? They could tell us what drinks they want us to try. Absolutely. Because we haven't had any drink recommendations yet. We've had a chili chili recommendation. Yeah. And that went well or not well, depending on which one of us you are. (laughs) Me, not so well. Me, a bit better. A bit better. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Honestly, I shouldn't have eaten all the seeds. No. I, I was... You were overconfident. Yeah, I was. And, That's I, okay. and I had like two litres of orange juice after that. Was... <laughs> we know that there's a listener in Canada. We know we have some listeners in the US, so shout out to all of you. We also have some listeners in Germany. Yes, and maybe you can uh, tell us how we can get this other Scherfenhofer, or how to properly say Scherfenhofer, or Schoffenhofer, or whatever it is. But one of the cool things about our website is we can actually have a look at who's visited our website. Now, I did have a look today, and we finally have... A hundred unique visitors. So a hundred different devices. Yep. Clap them in. Clap So a hundred different devices. It is definitely possible that, you know, me looking at it on my computer and me looking at it on my phone counts for two of those. But, you know, we've had a uh, hundred unique visitors from some very different places. So most of them are from Australia. We've had one from India. Oh, hello, India. One from Germany. Hello, Germany. Two from Ireland. Hello, Ireland. Seven from Canada. Hello, Canada. 13 from the United States. Hello, United States. There was also, I believe, it disappeared. One that couldn't be traced to a a specific location, but what I could find out is you can see what browser people are using to look at it. Now, are you familiar with the browser Tor? T-O-R. I am not. All right. Tor is the browser you use to access the dark web. Are we on the dark web? No, we're not on the dark web. But we are on OnlyFans. But look... <laughs> I mean, we we like to say that, but we're really not. <laughs> People haven't found us yet, so they're not sure either. I mean, maybe we should set one up as a joke, and we're like, you you can uh, you subscribe, 
and it just says like congratulations you have subscribed take a screenshot and share it you know yeah. that's it and then we'll send you a sticker yes but we've got to make sure that the subscription is at least like 12 months let's let's <laughs> what we need to do is find the exact opposite point in the world from our local post office figure out how much it costs to post a sticker to there because everywhere else is going to be slightly less distance than the exact opposite point of the world and that's how much it costs to join <laughs> So if it's like 10,000 Ks, that's $10,000 for your subscription. Phase. No, no. Well, posting a sticker doesn't cost that. Much. Have you ever sent international mail? I thought you meant we, you charge them the distance. Wherever no, no, you're no, from, no, no. you get charged that distance. We just find distance. out what the max, like, what, like how much is the highest possible cost it can possibly cost regular mail to post a sticker in an envelope. And then we just make that. And we just post it and we say, you've been contacted by Drink Discussion. Thank you for joining our weird only fans. <laughs> but yeah, but look, so someone did visit using Tor. So to have it, whoever the you know possible arms or drugs dealer or slave trafficker is, please stop doing your crimes, but continue listening to Drink Scushion. <laughs> and in fact, if you are leaving a life of crime, if you are a reformed criminal, you'd be a great guest. Yeah, we'd love to have you on when the borders open back up. You can be a criminal in this state too, Jason. Just because not everyone in South Australia is descended from convicts doesn't mean that uh, there's no criminals at all in South Australia. Yeah, but I feel like people who would be using Tor would be somewhere else in the world. Maybe, but they could also be here. And talking of here, the Sheffer Heffer Heffer however you say it. The, the Hefeweizen. Let's just call it the Hefeweizen. Yeah. What do you think of it again, trying it, trying it again? I think I've already picked... I think one thing that stands out for this is I'm really noticing just how different it is from the Schnitzerbrau. Yeah. The Schnitzerbrau was light and playful. This is heavy, and the bottle is much bigger. So I feel like this beer, after a light beer, feels like a bottle to the back of the head. It's like, wham. Yeah. And it's a lot stronger. It too. is It is a lot stronger. So the Schitzenbrau yep. was 5%. This is also 5%. Oh. But it tastes stronger. Well, I I, I, I've got a feeling that the liquid has got more bits in it. Or yeah. yeah. I think that this beer might actually be better as perhaps a starter beer, or... You know, if you're going to be drinking wheat beers, just drink wheat beers. But going from fruity to this, it is a bit of a... It's a, a big change. It's a tough transition. And it's it's not... Uh, I'm not going to say I'm not into this beer because I do like this beer. But I don't like the order that we've had them in. And I think if we had maybe something in the middle, if we had like something to bridge that gap, that would be good. Well, there is another bridge that we're about to cross. And that's our third drink. That is our third drink, but we do need to rate this one first. We do need to rate this one first. First? First is a thing that you have before you drink. Yes, which I have done. So now let's rate this. Well, you've still got a little bit left to go. You didn't have to tell everybody that. Yes, but you see the camera there? Well, just nonsense. The people from Tor are probably already watching us anyway. Actually, from the angle of the camera, they're only watching me. But yeah. Uh, It's all right. I'm the pretty one. Uh, Fuck you. Um, so what would you give this one out of, uh, out of 10 stalks of wheat? I'm going to give it seven. I just solid sevens. So another solid seven. I'm going to give this one a six. Yeah. Just because it's heavy, but I feel like this is a, a, a six in context. We might have to listen back and see what I gave it previous episodes and then average it out. Yeah. Seeing as we seem to hit this beer roughly every, you know, six and a half episodes. Are you saying that in six and a half episodes we're going to hit this beer again? In in the middle of like a whiskey episode, yes, we're going to find ourselves <laughs> like. And now next whiskey is the Schaffenhofer Hefeweizen. It's like that's that's not a whiskey. <laughs> it is now. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But you know, for for me, it's a six, just because it's definitely. Uh, you know, looking at the t- the two that we've had, I'd choose the first one first. I would agree with that. Well, let's move on let's to that third on. drink. Now, Jason, I'm noticing that uh, today's beers have actually got bigger in bottle sizes as we've gone on. They have. So, uh, how many milliliters is this one that has a name that is too long to pronounce? This one is 500 mils. Yep. The other one we just tried, yep. the Hefeweizen, is also 500 mils. But in a slightly smaller bottle. Yeah. And the one before that, yep. the Schnitzerbrau, was 330 mils. Right. So... What is this next beer? This one, 
excuse my uh, mispronunciation here. The Wayne Steppenhahn. Wayne. Wayne. Let me try that again. We'll cut. No, we won't cut. We'll leave that in. Okay. Well, we've left that in. Yeah. So, well, it's a pills. Yeah. It's a pills. Yeah. yeah. It is the Wayne Steppenhahn. Okay. Pass the bottle to me. I'm going to have a Wayne Steppenhahn. Close enough. I liked my terminology of getting it wrong. Vian Stefano. Premium. Oh, so is this Barbarian? Yeah. All right. There's two ways I can tell that. One, it is. by the way that it says on the bottle. But two, see the blue and white in the crest? Yeah. Where do you recognize, but where else would you recognize that blue and white pattern? Uh, from Total War computer game. Really? Yep. Okay. I was thinking a more modern example. You ever heard of the Bavarian Motorworks? Also known as BMW? Oh, the blue and white. Oh, that's so wow. that's kind of like, a long connection there. It's like I was playing a historical strategy game. Well, they took their historic flag and said, like, what if we just put that as our car's logo? The blue and white checks. There you go. In fact, I uh, I might have mentioned this before, but uh, I know some guys who were in a barbershop quartet, and uh, they had blue and white checked Bavarian style suits, nice. blue and white checked ties. They were called the Grand Angus. They were quite good. Well, can you guess where in Bavaria this one's from? Um. Well, it says premium. Is there a place in Bavaria called premium? And I'm because uh, well, actually, let me have a look at the back of the bottle. Okay, that means water in German. Uh, Freising is that a place? Where Freising? Yeah. No. Uh, you can keep trying. This no. is like getting you to try the notes all over again from a few episodes. Yeah, no, this... One of our early episodes where you got all of them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just let you go on for about a minute trying to guess. Look, okay, um, it, is it from Germany? It is. Well, well done. Yay! We're doing an Oktoberfest oh. episode and you figured out it was from Germany. Well, I mean, I'm sure Austria also has an Oktoberfest. They're also Germanic. Close enough, but you're really going to kick yourself. Yep. So what's the name of the bottle? How do you say it again? Uh, Weihenstein. Weihenstephaner. Okay, take the ER off. Say it again. Weihenstephan. That's the town. Oh, so it is that town's beer. Yeah, exactly. And it's, which is just north of Munich. Oh. Yeah, like not like within an hour and a half, two hours by looking at Google Maps without actually working out the distance. Oh. Yeah. Now, this one is actually very special because it is known as the world's oldest brewery. Dating back to 1040 AD. Wow. Yeah. Now... That's before the Battle of 1066. In fact, that's probably about at least 26 years before the Battle of 1066. Yeah, exactly. There's like a whole human life, almost a whole human life, if you think about life expectancy. Actually, probably a lot of the soldiers who fought in that battle were probably born around the same time as the brewery. Exactly. So for this brewery... The art of brewing actually began for them back in 725 AD. Wow. So it's still 300 years before they actually started brewing this properly. Like I said, it's the world's, known as the world's oldest brewery. Uh, now, there is a bit of a dark history behind it. A little bit. So, uh, and when I say dark history, I mean the troubles they went through for about 400 years. <laughs> That's a lot of trouble. That's a, that is a lot of trouble. So in their 1,000... Just over a thousand year history, especially between 1085 and 1463, the place burned down completely four times. It was destroyed and depopulated by three different plagues, various famines, and an earthquake. Jesus Over Christ. a 400 year period. So wow. r- roughly averaging out every 50 to 75 years, something fucking major happens and it fucks them over. Now there is a hell of a lot more information on the website that I didn't, didn't get. But I would highly recommend people check it out because there is it's it's a that thousand sounds, that years worth awesome. of history. Now I've uh, I've just done a quick look up of the year 1040, seeing as that's when this brewery started. Yeah, what happened in 1040? All right, King Duncan the first of Scotland was killed in well, battle. Well, because he has a fucking shit name, King Duncan. All right, but you know what's very interesting? What he was killed by his cousin, who I believe then succeeded him as King of Scotland. Do you want to know who that is? Yes, that was Macbeth. <gasps> no way. Yes. We can't say that three times. No, actually, technically, you can't say it at all if you're doing some kind of stage play. Oh, well, that's saying, right. It's not saying it three times. It's saying it all is... Uh, but we're not on a stage. We're just, like, in my dining area. With your dog. And he keeps dropping a tennis ball on my feet. Ted, 
Yes, you, you we you we will give you the rank of co-host, but we will not throw you the ball. It's as simple as that, buddy. Yeah. Now take a seat, young Teddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, but that, that's probably the most interesting thing that happens. King Harold the Third of Denmark was born. Who died? Let's let's tell well, our listeners. Well, Duncan. Oh well. <laughs> like uh, as I was just saying. Damn, Duncan. Actually, I kind of find it interesting how Wikipedia breaks this up. It's got uh, events by place. Europe, Britain, the Islamic world, and then religion. And the Weihenstephan Abbey is the oldest operating brewery was founded. So it was a religious institution first. So I guess similar to the uh, Trappist uh, brewers in um, Belgium. Yeah. Or maybe that's where the Belgians got the idea. Well, since we've spoken about how old this is, I don't want it to get old and... Get warm. Well, no, let's let's open let's it up. Let's crack it open. Let's see how many ghosts come out of the bottle. That was more impressive. Yeah. Oh, there goes a ghost. All right, well, let's, uh, now that the ghost is out of the way, let's put it in the glass. Not much pouring sound. No, it's not. Wow, that is very light. Yeah, we've gone back to the uh, yellow. This one's looking very similar to the Schnitzerbrau. Let's we're, see how it tastes. We're staring at it. It's got a bit more fizz to it still. Wait, put your eye down, like, right on the glass level. Like, can you see me through it? Oh, all right. Let's... Oh, yeah, I can kind I of can see, sort your of see your eye. Wait, move back a bit. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, I see yeah. you. We might need yeah. better lighting. All right. Well, let's uh, chink it and sink it. Mm. This is beer. Well done. No, but in the sense <laughs> that, like, I'm not getting anything big. The no. other two had big flavors. Like you could pin it down to like this one tastes this way, this one tastes that way. This is an example of beer. Well, when you've been producing beer for over a thousand years, hope that you fucking got it right. Oh, uh, not quite a thousand years. I think you'll find that it's only twenty twenty one. In twenty forty, then it'll be a thousand. Well, years. if you've been brewing beer for nearly a thousand fucking years, there we go. Thank you. Mr. Teacher over here. Well. If you're going to say something, be right about it. I don't want to be, though. I want to be somewhat right about it. Leave the rest open for mystery. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> have, it, have, it, have it your way. Spread misinformation. Go. Next thing you'll be telling them about, you know, tinfoil hats give you 5G or something like that. They do, don't they? I don't know. I don't wear a tinfoil We will hat. see Futurama. Uh, I thought that was just to protect you from the brain slugs. Oh, no, the flying brains. Ah, well. Yeah. Spreading misinformation about Futurama now. The brain slugs just wouldn't attach to Fry. They starved to death on his brain. But yeah, this is this is just beer. Yeah, I don't really have any strong feelings either way, any way about it. It's just this is this is just beer. I feel like you know when you see someone drinking a beer in a glass in a film, this is the beer. Yeah, it's just like, what is your most standard beer? It's the beer equivalent of a plain white sheet of paper. There's nothing wrong with a plain white sheet of paper. It's useful. Uh, it's great. You can do things with it. It's good when you need it. But how many times, you know, have you come home on a, after a long day and gone like, yeah, I just want a plain white sheet of paper. And this is what you get. Yeah. There's nothing else to it. No, not at all. It's just... But maybe it's that's... It's sort of a somber note for us, isn't it? I, I feel like it's sad, but also I wonder if that's actually an achievement. Making something so perfectly like middle, some, something so indistinct... Because you can think it like... Like this is the purest form of beer. You want, you ask for beer, this is what we give you. Yes. Kind of like, you probably have a favourite song. You probably yeah. have a song that you absolutely loathe. But what's right in the middle? Ooh. I think it's probably yeah. Happy Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> if you're putting Happy Birthday as your middle song of all the songs out there, you've got a fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is Happy Birthday really good for you or really bad? I don't... I just think it's a whole other category. You can't have that as yourself. You can't put that in the in the middle as being like the most average song of all time. No, because it's it's a no, it's not there. Yes, hello, Ted. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think people often find it hard to find something that's exactly a, a term I like to use is middle. So you know how you have first and last in a competition where there is an uneven number of things. Let's say that you've got a comp, uh, a group of like. 31 yeah. in competing. The person who comes 31st is last. The person who comes first is uh, the winner. They're first. The person who comes 16th is middle because they're exactly 15 on either side. 
that makes sense. Yeah, it's a term I like to use. So, it, for example, once in the national barbershop competitions, a group that I put that I was in, we were just doing it for shits and giggles. We were actually trying to actively get disqualified, and while trying to get get actively disqualified, we came middle. Well done. That's yeah. an achievement in itself. It's failing up. I should use that more often. If I don't succeed at something, I'm failing up. Yeah. I'm failing up. Yes. That's, that's the way the, to do this, it. This podcast is an adventure in failing up. Exactly. Wait, no. Hang on a second. No. No, I mean, no. We're, do, we're doing stuff that's fun, but um, sometimes we come across beers like this. It is just quite an interesting concept, this sort of middle ground, this almost neutral level. You know what? I'm going to rate this a seven again. You're going to go a seven? So you are saying that this is on the same level as the other two beers? I'm going to go seven and a half. Just give it that little bit of an edge. You think this is better than the other two beers? Okay, you're confusing me here. Can I just stick with my seven and just say that it's an average beer? <laughs> is your system out of 14? Because that would put seven in the middle. Yep, that's what my system's out of now. Okay. It's out of 14. <laughs> me. We're all over the place with but, this episode, so but, we're just going to so, go. So you're, what you're saying, because you gave the Hefeweizen and the Schnitzelbrau... You gave them also sevens. Yeah. You are saying that this one is also on the same level as those. Okay, I'll give it an eight. You're saying it's better? I'm saying it's standard beer. It's but, a Pilsner. So, so you're saying the other two are less than standard? No, fuck you. Because <laughs> that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. You, this is what your numbers are saying. So what we've got is a system where we grade from like zero to ten. Yeah. Ten is the best. Yeah. Zero is not. Seven is is above average. Yeah. Now, if we are saying that this is an example of beer, then it's a 5.0. It is exactly in the middle. Oh, that's what you're going by. Yeah. I was just rating it out of how I like it out of 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why I'm getting all fucking confused. Okay. So, so, but you like this as much as the others. Yeah, I do. I like all three of them exactly the same. They're all different in their varieties, but if we do want to go by this is beer, then, then you can go the, the middle. But I, I wouldn't rate it a five. I would just call it, you want beer? This is what you can have. Fair enough. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, for me, this is this is a five. Actually, you know what? I'll give it a five and a half. Because this is beer. This is good beer. This is drinkable beer. I've got a feeling, you know, if you went to one of those, you know, Oktoberfest parties where, you know, the men are wearing the lederhosen and, and the women are wearing the dirndls, they'll, uh, this is probably what they're drinking in those big-ass mugs. Yeah. What are they? Steins. Oh, yeah. You yeah. ever been to Germany? No, I've never been to continental Europe. I've only been to the uh, UK and Ireland. I have been to Germany. Beautiful place. Mm -hmm. Absolutely stunning. Munich, lovely city. There is a nudist park. Did you go? Or did you just peek over the fence with binoculars like the creep? That no, you they're, 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 I'm not a creep. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring my binoculars that day. Come on. You used a telescope. Yes. Jesus. Okay. I mean... Jesus was there? Jesus was there. He brought the Hubble with him. Oh. Um, Hubble telescope. We want, we want like, pixelated flesh. You know, uh, you should never play a game of uh, hide-and-seek against Jesus. Why? Well, it was when he puts his hands over his eyes, he can still see through. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. I thought that was going somewhere else. But anyway, I was in Munich, and we were riding bikes, and... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we saw the... I want to tell you a story. So we saw the nudist park. Mm -hmm. And when I say the nudist park, I mean, it's not like hedged off and there's like a gate into it and it's a big open area. No, no, no. It's it's in the middle of the park. Like you cross this line and suddenly naked people. Yes, that's exactly it. There was literally, I can still see it to this day. There was a naked guy standing in the, the river stream washing himself. <laughs> Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. Yeah, that, that yeah. would have been interesting. Yeah, um, it was not very nice to see. But there were some other areas in the park that were nice to see. Right. Yep. We, we all know what we're talking about. You being a creep, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was an open park. Okay, look, okay. You yes. can't argue with it. Literally, it's one side of the park, there's a walkway, and then there's naked people. See, the thing I don't understand about nudism, despite the fact that, you know, I just, you know, there's only a certain small amount of people I'm comfortable being completely naked in front of. Uh, you know, you being one of them. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> um, no, uh, don't you get cold? It was summer. Okay, it, yes, but it's a European summer. Like, their roads melt at 30 degrees. It was quite a warm day that day. I can still see the guys, you know, flapping in the stream. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. 
I just <laughs> flapping in the stream. Hey, if you want a positive note on that, there are people in Munich that actually surf on a different stream. They have uh, like waterboarding surfing. They're like the Munich surfers. Right. And this water, the water comes out of this specific like uh, tunnel or um, outlet so fast that you can actually surf on it. Oh, wow. So these people put wetsuits on and it's about, it's about waist, chest height, yep. deep. So if you fall in, eh, but it's quite fast. They jump on it, they actually surf on it. That's crazy. Yeah. and it's Inla- only... Inland, sur- like freshwater surfing. Yeah. Yeah, on this like outlet stream, it's actually really cool to watch. I mean, that's that's that, it. Kind of brings me to this interesting thought I often have. Like, you know, you see all those like American movies where in the summer they'll go to a lake house. Like, we don't have that. No, we don't have like any... we go to the beach and then come home. Yes, but any any body of fresh water that is big enough to be a lake has already been dammed up and used as a reservoir because we need that for drinking. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we, don't, we don't have the we opportunity... don't have water to spare for fun water. No, no, no we just have That's like a very good point because when you yeah that's we have good... like serious water and ocean water, which is serious water, but you can have fun of it. Yeah, but we don't drink that one. Actually, we do. When we fall over and then swallow a... No, there's desalination plants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that. So we do drink it, but once it's been de-oceaned. Yes. Well, any freshwater lakes that we do tend to also have dry up very fucking quickly. I mean, there's the Murray, and people use the Murray for fun, but also that is also used as a source of drinking water and other... After it's filtered considerably. Yes, because that... It's not toxic, it's just... It's dirty. Dirty, yeah. It's just because of the fish. I once... uh, on an inflatable couch being towed by a speedboat on the Murray. Done that. So much fun. But um, I was holding on for dear life because it was like going around and like pulling some pretty serious... About 60 k's an hour. Something like that. Anyway, so it was a three-seater couch. I was on like the right seat. My friend's girlfriend was in the middle and he was on the left seat. Now, as it turned this particular way, like I was struggling to keep my legs straight because, like, as the forces are pulling you to to my left, my right leg was flying out. My right leg caught the water, <gasps> and I just like got. No. I, I think for like a split moment, I did the splits, <laughs> like oh. by the force of the water, and like as much as I was trying to hold on to like the life jacket of my friend's girlfriend because there wasn't much to, and she would like there was only like things to hold on to in the middle of the couch, so she was holding on to that. We were holding on to like the strap of that. I eventually like came off. I hit it so hard. And I just remember like feeling very dazed and being like, wow, this life jacket is doing a great job of holding me up because I was just ready to just drown. Sit. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's 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 kind of interesting because Australians are used to swimming in salt water and you're naturally a bit more buoyant in salt water. Mm. We so, must really like if you took an Australian out to a lake, you know, like an American style lake house, do that whole like, hey, we're on the lake having a good time. They might really struggle out there. Yeah. Well, it's like when you're in the Murray. I've struggled before in there. Mm. It's it's incredibly difficult. Yeah. You can't first of all you can't see anything because of the carp. So if you're listening, it's filled with carp, which if you can They muddy up the water. They muddy up the water. It's not that they're poisonous or anything, but yeah, they just make things dirty. Mm. But like that's incredibly difficult because you can't see anything. Mm. It's incredibly deep. Well, actually, I was uh talking to a Canadian friend of mine in the Ontario region and he was going to the beach but it was just one of the great lakes yeah and it's like okay like that's that's not a beach that's the lake that's 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 a shoreline yeah yeah it's the point where water meets it but like it's not a beach no it's it's a lake don't it, fucking lie to me it's a lake mate yeah that, that that's that's not the beach if it's a beach it's got to have at least waves you've got to be able to uh drown in it it's got to be salty it's got to be a shark in there uh, yes, yeah. You've got to make sure it's really Australian. Uh, jellyfish. Yes. Um, um, crocodiles if you're in the tropics. Yes. Uh, uh, blue ringed octopus. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, but we really want to make sure they're in there as well. Ooh, spider crabs. Spider crabs, yep. Let's pop those in there as well. Yeah. Actually, my uh, my dad used to scuba dive before he Ooh. had an inner ear thing. That meant he couldn't, but he once scuba dived off uh, Port Lincoln. During the height of spider crab mating season. Oh my god! But I do believe that spider crabs cause. I'm having to be corrected if I'm wrong. Like, but I have heard that they can just like snip right through a person like it's butter. Yeah, um, blue swimmer crabs can do the same thing. If they get a finger, if you get them big enough, they will cut your finger off. 
It's incredible. Well, I will be avoiding blue swimmer crabs. I think I've had enough finger trauma for like one step. Well, it's a good lifetime. thing that you don't like seafood. Well, yeah, I'm not going to be going like, ooh, blue swimmer crab. Definitely worth risking my finger to eat that. Yeah. Three drinks that we've tried today. Right. Or this evening. Or whenever you're listening to this too. Yes. Now, I've rated mine all the same. Yes, you have. But what would you choose? Honestly, it's got to be the gluten-free. Yeah? I, I wasn't expecting to give it to the gluten-free. I was kind of expecting it to be like, yeah, this is gluten-free beer. Glad that the gluten-free people would have something, but not for me. But yeah, that one is my favorite. I think I would willingly seek that out. And the uh, Weisstefana, that might be my... Weisstefana? Weisstefana. Yeah, that, that's just... I feel like German beer has such a reputation that it's hard to live up to. They've set themselves up as like, we are a nation, we have a whole like month about beer... And then we, then then we go. All right, show us your beers. You can't live up to that hype. In saying that, though, I would have to go the Vehensteppener, the pills. Vehensteppener. Yep. I think this is great. This reminds me of my time overseas. So I think that's probably why I'm drawn to it, and that that's what I really enjoy. And what I truly enjoy, and one of the reasons I picked this, is just the the name at the bottom here. And just to cap this off for everyone mm-hmm. at the end of this, uh, it is called. Premium Bavericum. You are still in some ways in high school, aren't you? Oh, I just... It's the little things. <laughs> it's the little things. I'm sure it is the little thing for you. Anyway. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, look, uh, is that really the only thing that makes the one that stand out for you? Is the No, it genuinely, it, uh, I do really like it. The Bavericum is just a... It hilarious just, thing that adds to it but it's like the cream on top oh nice one nice yeah. one no i do enjoy this it reminds me of my time overseas it's a straight nice beer in saying that though i do like the other ones i would have to agree with you the, schn- the schnitzer brow is very good yes and we should also aim next time we do german beers to try and not buy any of these again the good thing with the wehen stepaner i'm probably saying it wrong every time Vi- Weihensteppener. Yes. There is multiple versions of this. Really? Yeah. They also do a lager, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And there's about two other versions as well. And they were just lined up on a shelf. There are opportunities for technically for us to get this again, but different. Okay. That, that, is, that is a little different. But uh, yeah. actually, I've just realized between episode six and this episode, I have had all three of episode six beers <laughs> since episode six. That's amazing. Yeah. Look, um, we've gotten through these beers, we've given them a rating, we've had a chat about stuff, we've talked about our new logo, and uh, how people can contact us. Exactly, and if you've reached it this far, thanks for listening and you're good. Yes, actually, uh, we we should also say a couple of things. One, we're on Ghana land, and two, drink responsibly. Exactly. We we really need to do that thing that we record before the start of the episode that says, like, we're going to drink session, drink responsibly, and we're on Ghana land. Like, something like that, you know? Yeah. We keep saying, yeah, we're going to do that. But But we we don't. don't. (laughs) So... We need to do instead of do not. <laughs> there is no try. So like, one day we'll do that and it'll be a lot easier because the last episode that we did at an actual place with a license to serve alcohol, we forgot to say drink responsibly. Well, that's implied, isn't it? By being on their premises? Yes. Yeah, well, there were a lot of posters that said that. Exactly. And it's just your fault as the listener for not having the ability to see through a microphone. Exactly. Yeah, God. Should be subscribing to our OnlyFans. So you can see all the footage. But uh, I do actually want to say a quick uh, thank you to everyone who listens. You know, I think we would be doing this with or without you as a listener, but it is certainly special having people who do listen to this, especially some of those regulars out there who uh, contact us. So uh, we we appreciate all of you, and uh, thank you for your support. And uh, keep an eye out for the next episode. Yes, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Anyway, for Drink Discussion, I've been Kieran. And I've been Jason. Thank you for listening. No, keep drinking is terrible. Yeah, keep drinking is terrible. Yeah, um, do do we want to try that at ending again? Sure. Anyway, for Drink Discussion, I've been Kieran. And I've been Jason. Keep listening. Yeah. (laughs) That was also bad. We're going to keep all these endings in until we get the right one, aren't we? Yeah, let's keep it in. Um, Anyway, for Drink Discussion, I've been Kieran. And I've been Jason. Bavera come. (laughs) 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 Okay. Anyway, for Drink Discussion, I've been Kieran. And I've been Jason. Uh, if you have your steak well done, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. yeah, try again. Okay, I mean, but I'm right. Try again.
Anyway, for Drink Discussion, I'm Kieran. And I'm Jason. Recycle your bottles when you're done.